It's showtime. All right, let's get into this. It is, it is good afternoon for myself. Wait, Danny, stop. I, I, that's the only... T- so are we going? Well, it's good afternoon. Just like one more time. Yeah, we're going. It's good afternoon for myself and Dave, from Mitchell and uh, Jarrett, and uh, welcome to episode five. Today, we are going to address habits, hobbits, and buckets. Right. So today's episode has a few things lined up. Um, I want to kick things off because we've got a limited amount of time. Um, so I start off, according to Google, habits can be described as a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. There can be good ones, bad ones, habits that we don't want to admit, which one is which. But as a trainer, I found that recognizing our habits, good or bad, will help progress as a direction that we see ourselves improving on as a whole. So something simple, I make my bed every single morning. and I've made that, um, I found that it makes me a little bit more organized for the day. I come home from work, it knocks off a few things here and there. Something as simple as that. Now, instead of everyone giving me one cliche habit, like making a bed, let's fishbowl this. All right. I want to know some some good habits, some bad habits. Well, what are we, what's everyone doing? And I don't want this to pertain to the quarantine. I want this to pertain to life. I was going to say... Kick it really, off, anyone. Fishbowl, like, baby. Let's go. I was going to say, really bold of you to uh, own up to making your own bed, Daddy. It's brave. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. <laughs> there it is. I have a question. Do you still consider it making your own bed when, like, Suzanne does it? No, to be fair, she really did hone it in for me. I I will say that I used to be very strict on it, and then I went through a period where I just didn't do it all, and then she did it every single day, and I thought, you know, this is cracking. So it could be bed making. It could be flossing. I mean, Jesus, dental health, you know, at the end of the day. But what is the habit that gets you? You know, rolling. What's something unique in your life, Jerry? I know you're an avid meal prepper. Oh no! It's yeah, there's there's PB and J's need no, a lot of prep time. You guys, just that useless. Like, what is happening? No, I I mean I had to quit. I probably had like the most chaotic job by working in sports. Like every day was. I never had a like my time would snap. I'll just dive into this. For me, the only thing I could really control and rely on was was gym time. Like having a bed is a cool like having a bed's a cool one, you know, doing your bed is nice, like, or whatever, but that wasn't enough for me to sort of set the foundation. Um, just because there were so many times where like, I would go into the office from nine to five and then I would be coming in from two to p- two PM to 10 AM. And there was a lot of times where I'd have to come in at six in the morning. So whatever that sheer kind of like, sort of, um, sort of chaos like you can't really have a, like you, as much as you would love to make a schedule to it, like you can't. So, you know, cause there was just times where like every fucking, literally every five minutes of sleep was precious. And like, I wasn't going to wake up an hour early to meditate, read the New York times and get a coffee. And a lot of times you're fuck me. I'm going to hit the five hour roll out of bed because I was in the office at, at two in the morning. Um, so with that in mind, the only thing for me, at least that I could control. And I think the only, and it's kind of also proven itself well in the quarantine just carving out a couple hours of like where I can, I can work out. Like, cause like, 
you figure out the part of your day where like, hey, this is my this is my spot. Sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the afternoon, depending on what you gotta do. But for me, everything else sort of falls in line like that, like a jagged piece. I dig it. I am. I am. Other than the gym and other than simple routine, I mean if Jared is anything, it's he's a man of simple routine. Very yep, true. That's what, yeah. that's what they called me in college. Simple routine. It, didn't, it rang better when, when English people say it. Well, I Shorten mean, to be a simple routine. Shorten to be a simple routine. God, I do. Here. When's, when's the last time you had one of those? I must admit, I do like uh, cons- I do like uh, consistency. Like I'm a huge fan of, but I mean, like by the nature of just the world, I think it's hard to. Um, I think it's hard to do anything almost these days, like a day in and day out. It's the same. Yeah. You know, we're living fucking, we're living in the Gonzo world. I think habit routine got boring. I've got, I've got to do a habit of making appetizers most nights. He says, whilst eating a shishito pepper. Something to prep my stomach for an incoming meal. What you just said is you, your way of discipline was eating more. Like, it's not like about that discipline. See, that's very telling. It's not about discipline. It's just a habit. Yeah. yeah. What's your habit? I've actually started eating more before my meals. Okay, you know, I call dude. them appetizers, but me, really, I'm I like a pre-meal. It reminds me of that tweet that's like, "Can I interest you in four cheese sticks?" And you're like, "Ew, no, that's gross." Okay, here are them deep fried and covered in tomato sauce. Oh, great! That's exactly what I need right before going into my meal. Absolutely. Also, Danny, what's with the erotic pose in the Zoom? Oh, you just can't see this, but like, Danny's got the like Arnold like pop. Oh, yeah. He's giving us, he's giving us the, like the skull crusher. Yeah, just the the like. He's the, trying like, to let us know show back in the, the game. Interior. Um, I, I I get it, but like you know, first this is a dominance I, thing. You know. Before we continue, I just want to I just want to throw a shame. To all of you, I haven't caught up with any of you. That's by choice. I say no one wants to talk to you. since our last podcast. That's almost been a month. The end. Don't be, re- end don't be ridiculous, Mitchell. I send you some very intimate photos. Yeah, uh, sure. We do, do need to carve out time to talk about that. We'll put yes. that. Let's put that at the end because it sounds like we all got that photo. Yeah, but, uh, it's I, beautiful. I, I do want to say though that Mitch. I asked you for your 55 page script and I still haven't got anything. Like you were like, yeah, oh, I'm going to send it to you because I got, re- I got, just, I got to some start the conversation. To start the conversation, I said, I would love feedback on a five page script. I wrote a short and you go, you feedback. this isn't a, f- no, you gave me nothing. All you did was complain that I didn't send you a script that you wanted. Dude, five I got pages. nothing on that. That's like asking me, well, did you like the opener? Did <laughs> no, you that like, was the whole you know, thing. That was the whole thing. It, it was a name? short film. It was like, uh, if I wanted to go That's not this. a short film. That's a commercial. Like, that's fine. I wanted feedback. But on it was it. on, I can't visualize it. It's on, it's on paper. <laughs> Guys, I, I mean, hate, I hate so, this so I said, by the way, I said it was good. I said it was good. It's, it, I remember it now. There's, there was a couple people and like they were murking people. It was like a post-apocalyptic world, very like Last of Us almost. And I gave yeah. I gave proper feedback. This is a tangent for the users out there. We're getting into some personal shit. Welcome to the podcast. Person, camera, TV. Yeah. Um, I would, but I I would submit that one of my favorite habits is going out of my way to not talk to Mitch. 
just avoiding contact at all costs. Mm-hmm. Anytime, yeah. anytime he hits Absolutely. me up. Sometimes he's like two in the morning. He's like, "Yo, can we talk?" And I'm like, "I'm at the gym." Um, he was, he was, I would hit him up, and he's like, he's like, or and it goes straight to voicemail, and he's like, "Oh man, yeah, I just got everybody on Do Not Disturb." I know it's just, me. <laughs> it's just. Me. I get that too sometimes, bitch. That that there usually yeah. tells me Jay's at the gym. If it's like the instant decline, like it hasn't even rang once, I'm like, nah, he's. Uh, My never rings. My never rings, and then he calls back or texts like two seconds. Later, I'm doing something, you know. I would like to. I want to put this out there in the news first. I've never taken off Do Not Disturb unless I know I have like an interview phone call coming in. So maybe a 30 minute window, but I never take it off. Do but not that's disturb. not how Do Not Disturb works. Like that's an extra level of Do Not Disturb is like the auto decline. No, if you put it on silent, like there's mute and you put it on silent, it just. It's not true. Nope. That's how my phone works. And that's because, and you know what the sad part is? I don't need to do that anymore, but I got used to it. Like at snap, I couldn't use my phone because like there's so many group threads were on. I had to silence everything. That was like the catch all. I, I, do- I, I would love anybody to call me. Users out there, if you hear this, call me. <laughs> my so phone loud. is open. The yeah. lines Please. are free. Chicago, help. Yeah, 1-800-talk uh, to me. And, uh, and we should absolutely use love. This is, uh, no, that's going to get you some different calls. We, t- we should have an episode yeah. where we allow someone to ring in. God. It's, I, I, I don't even know where you'd post that. You'd have to like throw um, it on right, like well, a chat room I mean, like, so, so far. Uh, we have a habit of not staying on topic. That's a good habit. Uh, I would, yeah. I, I want to point out habits of, of the people I know. I think I know some of the habits in here. Um, Danny. Yeah. So, because I have. I spent like Dave actually had a really good routine when we were living together where he would, he would wake up, he'd put the coffee on. He had like a specific news channel that he watched. I don't know if you do it now, like, but there was like this one particular like Los Angeles news channel I'd watch. He'd always make like an egg sandwich. And it was, it was such, it's always a beautiful morning routine to get him (laughs) going. Like, and I would like struggle out of bed, hit a five hour, look for something in like my pterodactyl reach and then move on (laughs) on my day. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I should also that, put out like for a lot of the time we were living together, I wasn't I wasn't working either, so I was on the other side of the the fence at that time. But yeah, I think my I was debating like what my habit advice would be for me. And Danny, I know you said you didn't want quarantine one, but I'm gonna give you one anyway because it's something I do regularly. Is like just get outside, just get the fuck outside mm-hmm. and get some sunlight. Like it's so easy to just avoid it if you don't think about it. Less so in the summer, but more in the fall, which we're rapidly approaching and sunlight will be gone like the rest of everything else is good in life like 2020. Uh, so building that habit now, get sunlight, get, get some bit of exposure. But, the, but the, the other habit I was going to say is like treat your weekends well. Like especially your early morning weekend time. And that's what that's now uh, reverted to, Jared, yep. is like get up, make some nice coffee, Make yourself a good breakfast. I usually like proceed it by doing some exercise now. Yeah, just get off to a mm. good start. And then we and then we clean because we're adults and life is no fun. But even that's fun now. So there you go. There are my habits. Give us a bad habit. Bad habit? Oh, Danny, I've got way yeah, too go many of those to fit in the podcast, mate. Uh, Not calling Mitch. I, I, I classify that as like median habit. <laughs> you know, get by. Um, bad <laughs> Bad habit. Um, uh, biggest bad habit is probably just like down talking myself mentally, which I think is something that everyone does. But that that's definitely been oh, my yeah. biggest in 2020. Like, especially I think like the uh, 
especially being isolated, it all you have surrounding you is self-talk. You don't have like even the background noise of a regular office. So yeah, I think that's, that's it. Yeah. That's actually really poignant. I think, uh, yeah, like if you're, I think most self-talk to anybody is always like tinged with negative. I think it's how we're built these days. Yeah. And that's actually a really, I didn't think about it, but like, yeah, like um, you sort of become in an echo chamber when you're working totally. like alone in your house. Yeah, like, and it just it paralyzes you too. Like I, I didn't really realize it until this past month, how much I've just been like freezing on doing things because of that, that dynamic. So I yeah. Also- so want to say it's not just that it's it's burnout it's solitary burnout oh it's totally yes yeah. mitch, like mitch don't get me wrong that is work that is not yeah. the only thing present in 2020 that is contributing to this like, like, <laughs> I, took, I, took, <laughs> I took yesterday off but today i was like ah, i got this easy and then i was like man yeah, and i and i'm like i'm excited about this project i just found like the key to the script that i'm working on and i'm like i'm gonna fucking do it and then I was like, yeah, but I could also just like watch like 30 minutes of something uh, real quick. 30 minutes turns into five hours. What if I just research this yeah. and then it's like, oh, my day is gone. Yeah. Yeah. I would also, I think the burnout is actually another point you want where it's uh, one of the things that I found is like, you know, I've had a lot of interviews over the past three weeks. Like it's really picked up. Awesome. And yeah. And Congrats. one of the things that's really tough is you need, you want to, you want to be that person they want to spend, you still want to do, be that person they want to spend like two hour layover at an airport with. You want to be cheery yeah, and you yeah. want to be like, like getting into that mental space of like, you know, like if you would see me behind the scenes, like on the phone, like you would think like, I, you know, like I'm like an actor on heroin, just like I'm in the fucking dumps and then the phone call comes, hey, oh, uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's just, I'm in sunny Minneapolis. I just want to take some time. I don't it's, another it's, day, like, it's another day in sunshine. Oh, you know? it's beautiful. You know, I think you Hair just gotta, dice. you know what? Sometimes, you know, you try to turn, you try to roll your glitter into poo and that's what I'm doing right now. I got a little bunch of shit glitter. So By the way, on, on, on that note, congrats to all your interviews. I had an interview on Monday nice. and I got, I got fucking dressed. It was for like, it's for like a script for this company for like military special forces and stuff. And so I was like, I was like, okay, well I got the beard going. I'm there. I was like, let me like look cool. So I like focused on like how to dress. Like, you and then, you know, like, like, yeah, I was kind of getting into it. And I like, I had my whole idea going to pitch them and fucking like three minutes before I'm getting ready to log in. I'm like, where the fuck is the zoom link? Or like the mm. video meets. It was a fucking Oh no! Who the fuck is doing phone calls? Look good, look good, feel good, do good, Mitch. I'm sure it'd still help. Like even though you weren't right there in front. And the good news is, the best news is, you could just reuse the outfit for the next stage of the interview process. Exactly. By the way, by the way, I have used the same button up for. I think I've had like ten so far. Yeah, and I've used them. Same fucking button up. Um, and I'll put this out there. I got looped once. She was like, here's the Zoom. We'll talk. And she's like, Zoom's not working because she pushed it back and she didn't know they fucked up. That's neither here nor there. So yeah. she has to do the call, you know, but you have to. Like, to Dave's point, it's, it's like, it's a mental thing. You got to, it's like, yep. you got to put your pants on, you know? Yep. Danny, do you own pants yet? No, but to, to go off your point with the Oh, that's the right. Suzanne wears them. Suzanne, uh, our one avid listener, 
Thank you, Suzanne. She can have it. Oh, she she Ellen's catching up. She's she's moved past episode two. Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. I believe that it's dose users. Y'all. I have a run uh, review. You know, I think we need to have at least three before it goes public. So yeah. it is already public. Um, yeah, it's out there. <laughs> all platforms. Uh, the, Danny, yeah. I'm happy to see um, you out of the shed. You know, you look thanks. you look happier. <laughs> I actually think you look sadder. It's, it's brighter. I don't even use lantern. I, was, yeah. I don't know. You look very I, happy. I, I, honestly, fun fun fact though, I and I think I think a lot of you, you guys might have well, you've experienced it definitely. But in Good my entire college time. experience, I never actually really owned a bed. I um, the only the only bed I ever had was actually at the, uh, the Citadel, which is the apartment we all cohabited at one point. Uh, wasn't my bed. Um, past that past that year. Cabinet, cabinet, and we um, past that point. My bed for the next three years was I got given this this chair that could turn into a sofa bed, so like it's a chair bed, and uh, it was it was really it was really poor. Like it was not very comfortable at all. You know, very thin mattress. I used that for an entire year, um, and then the year after that, I had a um, I had this like dodgy. Uh, was like a topper, like a, like a mattress topper that I put on the floor. And then uh, for my final year, I had this great bed from Ikea. I thought, this is it. I'm going to get a proper bed. This is actually something I should invest in doing my last year at UCLA. And I, uh, my roommate at the time, Niall, who um, you guys all know, he jokingly dump tackled me into the oh, bed. No. Like he was just like, this is going to be hilarious. And he, he, I just made the bed. It was fantastic. Built it and everything. He picks me up, does me a, does a dumb tackle on me, which is basically when your legs go above your head in the tackle, so it's a, a really nasty hit. And uh, I went straight through the uh, the wooden boards that support the mattress, so, and I just didn't fix it for the entire year. So my mattress was at a permanent slope. Like I'm not talking Wait, about like a slight slope. Like I'm they, talking like they broke the slats. You know those are replaceable, right? Yes. It, I would love to. Mate, I, I was not about to get like I. I I'd love, to I'd, add love to see I'd love to add in real quick that if your bed has wooden slats, maybe it's not the end bed result for you. Like you can, there you you can progress. There's actually a lot of beds. Past yeah, it's still in it's still in college though. Nothing wrong with an IKEA. Uh, no, I didn't period. say that there was, but he the way he said it was like Nothing I finally got that. the bed I was going to have for the rest of my life. So it's my last year in college, and I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody predicted that he would be homeless living in an RV, but that's neither here nor there. You throw that thing on top. or in a shed. That's another yeah. point, and uh, yeah, and I, I I love them. I don't, I do not like conventional beds. I prefer sofas. I prefer. Is that what you tell Suzanne dog, when you don't come beds. home at night? You're like, I don't like beds. No, I told her that she'll she'll advocate for this. She'll listen to this podcast and say it's. What ridiculous. do you do? Do you sleep in like I a little that. like cat bed? I mean, at the don't fucking get me floor? wrong. I love sleeping on sleeping on sofas. No, my, the, but to yeah, I think I think Daddy, you might just need to find a better bed. Yeah, yeah man. A lot of, there's a lot out there. Our entire first year, I slept almost exclusively with Dave on a dog bed, and I loved every minute of it. So I mean, they that were the was best, you know that was that was the sure. intro to how I knew how I prefer. That was, was it. Huh? It was good. So let's let's uh, let's chime on. Let's get moving with this. Off with the bed talk. The uh, bed talk. Go More on. to the late night talk. Uh, you know what I mean. We should put that talk to bed. Um, <laughs> I love well. 
Right, I love your last uh, point, Jared, because that brings me to a subject that might drive away ID fans we do have to discuss Hobbits or rather Lord of the Rings, which I was obsessed with growing up. And with the youth, the average person nowadays is pretty much spending the majority of their time in in home and they're not really getting it outside as much, which brings me to my bigger point, which is how are we thinking about the fantasy world? So that sort of, you know, that, that Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Oh, um, we're going to go there, huh? Books, comics, video games. I can't movies. believe you're taking this here. We're yeah. going to go there and, with, um, with half an hour. I'm, um, it's not particular. Yeah, I'm not saying it's particular like specific element of the fantasy world. Do you think there's going to be a resurgence? Daddy, I worry that you're coming into like a gunfight with a toothpick here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a simple question. It's a simple question. Like Do we lava. think there will be a resurgence? For fuck's sake, stop interrupting me. Like, this is, this is the... I think it's the lag, is, Danny. Is, I think it's the lag, mate. Finish your question. This is, this is I'm not in the shed anymore. You can't use that excuse. <laughs> um, no, well, I mean, my, my point is, do you think there's going to be a resurgence of... Uh, the fantasy world. Do you think that, you know, kids nowadays are actually going to go ironically away from the, I mean, or with the computer generation, they're going to find, um, what, I mean, what at least I know we all kind of had experiences of in really touching into certain uh, movie franchises, comic books, you know, DC, Marvel, that type of thing. I know superheroes are really in right now, but do you think there's going to be a huge resurgence of that fantasy aspect to life? What are we thinking? I would... I will, I, table, I will set the table. I will set the table that I will set the table. I don't have an opinion on this, but I'll set the table that all content consumption is up because of viewing habits. You're locked in your house. So if anybody, so I mean, just across the board on a statistical note, like they're all up. But uh, if any, if anybody wants to chime in, like a like personal note about this stuff, there's a couple fans in here of this stuff. Dave, you want it or no, I take it no, away? No, go for it, Mitch. So I want to say that, I mean, you bring up Lord of the Rings. I, Sorry. Well, I think that, I mean, the fantasy world's always in, right? Like superheroes are just another aspect of it. And then Hollywood is looking, always looking for that fucking hit, right? They're always trying to bang it out. Hunger Games were, you know, another one that comes to mind recently. Um, you know, Lord of the Rings has a TV show coming out on Amazon. Uh, I mean, the, the fantasy world's not going anywhere. Kids fucking still play D&D, right? More like, now. Morphing is a thing. More now. More. Oh my More God, kids play D&D. By no the shit. way, fucking everybody that I talked to in the screenwriting world was like, yo, we should start like a online D&D campaign. I'm like, I don't even know what those words are. I have to admit, I played a lot of D&D growing up. I like. I walked in on a larping. I woke up in a larping oh, competition. By the way, once. get That's, the fuck out of here. D and D is way. You know, like, Mitch, you, you don't, don't need to tell us what you and Alan do in your spare time. Absolutely, kinks are kinks. You know, uh, no shame here, mate. What was it, Jared? G G G. G G G. Yeah, G G G. Yeah, uh, I'll say this about Dungeons and Dragons. It, I, I've often thought that my. It's funny. Like I'm not too huge into Lord of the Rings. I do appreciate Star Wars. I love the Mandalorian. Um, I don't even think I've, I don't know if I've seen all the Star Wars movies, but that's either or there. I don't like Harry Potter that much, but I really did. I enjoyed. Harry Potter was a great fantasy world though. It is a great fantasy world. I can appreciate that. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. They did it. It never, I can, the thing is you sit down to watch them and they're fantastic I, it just takes a lot to watch them because you really do need to get yourself involved in that world. I, 
and that was never, I guess, my flavor. Uh, but I will say this to D and D real quick that uh, you're gonna want to go half elven druid. So uh, thanks for the pro uh, tip. D and D paladin, paladin as well. You don't. Yeah, you need three halves. Half elf, half druid, half paladin. Danny, I want to ask a clarifying question. So you specifically asked about like, is fantasy making a comeback? Fantasy, I would argue, is a very different, it has a very different specific connotation than something like sci-fi. Whereas like sci-fi is typically like our world transmuted into something in a strange form. Fantasy typically applies to like a different world completely informed by our own mythos. So like Lord of the Rings, fantasy, Marvel, sci-fi. So are you saying just the broader umbrella of like escapism into fiction or are you specifically referencing like that definition of fantasy? Yeah, yeah. Suck that saber, bro. I think I think it was more along. I, I use it as more a broad. General, I use, yeah, yeah, I use, I yeah, use yeah. it as a broad cool. term. So when I, when I think of it, I think of like <laughs> Game of Thrones. I felt yep. brought a very general part of the adult population back into, you know, but like I thought. I thought it was very neutral in America. Dude, like, Danny, get out know? of the way. Dave wants to fucking hit the lane and dunk it down. <laughs> Dave, this is your lane. Take us home. This is Dave. Dave wants to drive. Yeah, absolutely, give the ball. So the reason I was asking for the clarifications, well, first of all, I think the broader, like, do people want to fucking escape the real world right now? Do we feel bullish? Do we want to go long on escapism right now? Yes, we do. Double down. Bye, bye, bye. Anything. You want to invest in VR, AR, whatever the fuck spectacles, like, take it back. Invest. Double down. Um, Snapchat fans, I you all that. Um, so I think that broader sense is true, and you're already seeing that in a ton of ways. Obviously, we've been building towards that with the uh, renaissance of uh, comic books and new interpretation of those in movies and TV shows and spinoffs. You've got even like existing um, uh, sci-fi things like Star Wars now seeing a ton of success in shoot-offs and spin-outs. Um, but what I would actually argue is going to be the biggest... Um, oh, and you've also got like in pure fantasy, you've got uh, Wheel of Time, is coming. We got Dune is coming. We got Snowpiercer with a new mm-hmm. series. We've got uh, just a bunch of great like pure fantasy stuff coming. But then I think also Dark Materials coming out with the yep, second season. Yep, his Dark Materials had that. Um, awesome, awesome bunch of stuff. But I think what what we're going to see the biggest uh, increase investment in is things a la uh, Stranger Things, a la Lovecraft Country. Um, these things that are like uh, fantastical, but that are like hyper our world sort of things. So you've got, um, you've got like, again, like Lovecraft Country is a perfect example of that, where we're just having like all of these things colliding real time with what we think is normal life. So I think you're going to see more and more of that. I would watch or listen to a podcast solely for Dave treating fantasy and sci-fi as stocks. Buy, buy, buy. <laughs> but sell. Sell snow on. pisser. Smell snow pisser. Ditch it. Dude, it I, watched, I watched the first two, two episodes. It's garbage. Like, oh, garbage trash. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in on it. I'm not in. I want to be. I wanted to be. The movie was great. Yeah. The, the, the Mandalorian's like buying Apple in 2018. You know, it's just, it's going to hit. You're Still a great right return. <laughs> First two trillion dollar company, you, you Daddy. Know, I don't okay. think that's a good, I, I, I think it's. I've got a thought. That actually might be a perfect analogy, come to think of it. I want to, I want to say that the Mandalorian is, it's subpar 
that's for the take. hype that it's getting. Bad take. For the hype that it's getting. Bad take. The Mandalorian is getting fucking praise. Yeah. Now, one, each one, each one, individual one. episode is kind of cool, but as a cohesive story, the course of the season, it didn't like accomplish that like je- the huge arc. They could be told out of order and it would be fine. But, but one more thought. Just to cap it off, I think the reason it's doing so well is because the movies have done so poorly. <laughs> All right, I agree. I agree very heavily with your second take. Very heavily. Um, and I, I want to throw this big- out there real quick. Real quick, uh, who spray tanned Danny? That's a shout from the peanut gallery. Grant's here. We're all trying to figure out how you're so orange. We got viewers. Yeah, yeah. Back now, you're back. Back to the Mandalorian. Uh. Uh, so, bitch, I, I agree. I think Mandalorian's done great because people are fucking itching for uh, a gritty, awesome, again, making it more like real world take on that universe and exploring that more. Um, I disagree, though, with the point of like, it's not it's not connected enough. I actually think that's a very intentional story to separate it from the movies. The point of this more is that you can drop into different elements of that universe without it having to be tied into like, what's going to happen to the Skywalkers? So much in the same way that like the, um, some of the animated Star Wars stuff have done the same thing, what people loved about it. And to take a broader step back, that's like the advantage that Star Trek has had over Star Wars throughout this time is that they can like, it just increases that longevity and their storytelling while making those longer arcs all the more powerful. So on your note, not, and not to go too deep into this, but it, you know, it is our main topics. So I don't mind delving a little bit. Star Trek, you watch Captain Kirk and you watch Spock and you watch all these guys and, and when change they have arcs like they learn you know they learn to be more human or they learn to be more accepting of new races or whatever the mandalorian is the mandalorian episode to episode he is this like gung-ho bounty hunter his only change comes in episode one when he decides to take baby yoda along on his trek and he decides to save he goes against his kind of orders and his natural way of things and then for the rest of the time he doesn't change at all yeah, again, I just, I, first of all, you're comparing like, you specifically chose like you OG Star Trek. Yeah, but you specifically chose OG Star Trek. Yes. Uh, and are looking back on it reflectively. Like, but I'm not they, comparing Mandalorian to, to Skywalkers. Like, I'm taking them out of the equation. I'm, I'm either, talking about my, him as My point is that those series had a ton of time to be able to build that out and expound upon. There's plen- plenty of instances, and I want to be conscious of the fact that, Mitch, maybe we just need a separate podcast where we dive in deep to this stuff and not I dominate would be the down. entire thing. But, like, you're looking back retrospectively it's something that is built out over a long period of time and had like subsequent fucking movies to build it out whereas yeah. this was the first season i actually think there was a decent amount of development for the mandalorian in more subtle ways but uh anyway agree or disagree uh we can- i'm gonna i'm gonna pull yeah, it back please do levels. daddy help us out here because the, so I, mean, I was about to take it to comic books well i was gonna I, say i, was, I, was I gonna had say my segue the, the thing is that is like I when you when you I've I've seen a few episodes of it. It wasn't as captivating to me. That's not that's not going to be a massive discussion point here. I think it's interesting how I felt after giving up on watching it. The the baby Yoda meme I thought carried a lot more weight into getting people in to watching it, which I think was an interesting. I I mean uh, I've seen it everywhere. I still see it every single day the baby Yoda meme. I mean I, I think. I think everyone can understand what that is. Welcome to the uh, age of influences. That's the thing, right? And, you know, it makes you wonder how much Disney played a hand in that. 
Yo, real you know, quick, the, the Mandalorian actually, I don't know where Mitch is coming from. And sometimes when people kind of get into an art, they try to like go against what's popular to like show that they know what they're talking about. Um, you know, you see it a lot. I will say the Mandalorian was great. It's, it's supposed to be, it's a sci-fi like Western and it, it hit all those fucking notes. Um, it kept you engaged. I don't know what more you could want. Sometimes less is fucking more. Uh, yeah, it, it's a great, it's a great storyline. But what do you probably the most beloved piece of like Star Wars that's come out in the last five years. So like whatever. And I'm not even a Star Wars. Rogue One was pretty pretty high up that. But Jay, what do you think? Jay, what do you think about Jay? What do you think about my twos? Wow. Wow. All right. What do you think though about uh about Danny's point though of like the I don't know, just yeah, what do you think about Danny's point? I didn't catch it. Because you're too ready, too ready to just come not paying attention. I have my itch. I know. Yeah. I, I have Which, my point. I think about what I'm going to say, and I wait till there's a pause. It takes him three people's conversations to come up with a coherent <laughs> thought. Danny, uh, I would ask you to quickly summarize your point, but to be fair, like the only time you're quick is when you're in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, that was uh, a double hit, by the way. I caught it right uh, away, ooh. and then it like hit me in like the belly. <laughs> I had that laugh. Pew, pew, pew. That's the sound right, makes, right Danny? Pew, pew. Going out for us? Oh. Yeah. Too deep. Speaking of the Mandalorian and fantasy and sci-fi, you know, it feels like a lot of us need to get away. And this episode is brought to you by Concord Airlines. A supersonic cross-Atlantic airline brought to you not by just the British, but also the French, proving that more than peace can be established by a post-war treaty. Concorde Airlines brings luxury to the skies in a round-trip flight from New York to London in only two hours. It can be brought, bought for the low, low price of $12,500 today. Introduced in 1976, our airline has successfully flown for almost 25 years before exploding in a catastrophic ball of fiery death. In 2003, our company took a brief pause on production and transportation after the unfortunate incident. But fear not, as of 2019, we found ourselves a new partner and will be bringing you insanely fast and incredibly luxurious travel. New York to London, hope you picked a short movie. It's the most expensive way to watch the Titanic movie. God. Okay, first off, you couldn't even finish the Titanic movie. I just want to throw that out there. That's two the hours. You know? Oh. Yeah. Have oh. I got a story? Yeah. What do you think is the best movie to watch in two hours? Well, I was lovely. Huh? The best movie to watch in, in two hours? Uh, there's just... Hey, it wasn't a... If you have to... Rec- I have a question. Like, if you, like, you got to Sorry, recommend- Danny, I, if you don't take it from me... I'm gonna take the ball and I'm gonna I'm gonna do something with it. I'm gonna kick it. I might dribble it. I don't know. I don't know what game we're playing. Hey, what? You wouldn't want to be re- related to me about 80 years ago when the Titanic actually took ship from Liverpool because, uh, well, my uh, well, uh, yeah, my great great uncle was the captain of the Titanic, and that is a story what? I like to often. Have yeah, we of course. You, you didn't know this? No. Oh my god, Dave, you don't know? We yeah. haven't talked about this. Wait, he was a captain. He was the captain. He was, he was the captain. Nope. Motherfucking go down with the ship in the movie bullshit, Captain? Mm-hmm. He sired a couple of beforehand. I believe he yeah. did. I believe he did. Yeah. He got um, it in before he got out, you know what I'm saying? That was your that was your uncle, right? 
your great great uncle or whatever? Edward Smith, or it, huh? My, uh, yeah, how many greats? Yeah, John great great uncles. Yeah. His name's Edward John Smith, yeah. apparently. Jared's Jer- Jer- heard the story about 500 times in different random bars around the country. He could grow, uh, he could grow a much place. better beard than I, it's, I, it's, I it's tell you what, it. nothing breaks the ice like Danny's great great uncle Titanic relation story. Hey-o. So, Danny, you and I are closely uh, connected in that regard. The Titanic sank, started sinking on my birthday. So closely related. Really so close. Jesus on Christ. the day of my birth, you are a dog 40 years earlier. Let's, let's close this thing out. All right. This is the last segment. Our last segment with that, I want to bring us um, this last segment I've now invented. It's called Buckets. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right, that's right. With the NBA season in full swing, we have a new segment where we we see if we can hit some trivia buckets, cue that uh, switch sound, and uh, where the questions don't have to paint, pertain to all things possible, but they might. We'll have three questions in order of difficulty, easiest being a layup, medium being a three-pointer, and hard being, you guessed it, a half-court shot. So I want to crack on with this. Um, I'm going to start off with Jarrett. You're going uh, to be up first. For your layup, all right? Which WWE superstar was nicknamed Mr. America? Oh, shit. I mean, I, I quick Kurt thing. Angle? Hulk Hogan. Oh, I thought it was Hulk Hogan, shot, but I've, right. never heard of, I've never heard of that nickname for him. So, and I kind of like to think I'm an aficionado. So, I'm going to contest that. I mean, he's he's such a deep knowledge. Okay. 2003 is giving that name. I looked that up today. Um, what website? It was, it was after some feud with uh, Vince McMahon. He gave mm. him he gave him a new like character. I guess that's a side story. Yeah. 2003 Hulk Hogan probably not. Yeah, not cool. I Hulk actually, Hogan, uh, I met him close to 2003. He's the real American. Star. Like his 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 uh, his opener song is like you know I am the real American by Rick Derringer. So For your three point shot, Jarrett. The- Mississippi River is the second longest river in America. What is the first? Missouri. Yeah, correct. Golf clap. Golf clap. Well done. Correct. Half court shot. Jarrett, you like the beach? What is the fictional island in Jaws called? Oh. Amity Island? Uh... Like, because he's the Amity Police. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Well done, well done. By the well way, done. they All couldn't right. come um, up with anything more original. Amityville Horrors was, like, not too far from hey, that. When you get a fucking movie on the big screen, you can start critiquing. Until then, I want your fucking nose in the books, okay? Yes, sir. David. Yes, boy. Gotta get so many wrong. In the U.S., what is the most common blood type? Uh, AB <laughs> negative. It is O positive. Bonus <laughs> that. What is the rarest? AB negative. O negative. Correct. Oh, shit. Well All right. All right. Um, Wait, who is my correct? sources Dave? on that were the uh, Stanford School of Medicine. No, I was over two. I don't know. You guys both look wrong. Jared's out there, but 
All right, next question. In 2017 and 2018, the Los Angeles Dodgers were robbed of a world title twice. This is going to be fun. What city did the uh, Dodgers okay. originate in? New York. Well done. It's not. Well done, well done. It did, they did. Half court shot, you ready? Sure. Julius Caesar was famously assassinated and stabbed 23 times. But in the movie Gladiator, who portrayed the lead Maximus Decimus Meridius? Sorry, you cut, out, you cut out a bit, Danny. Who who was the main character in Gladiator? After all that, who was the main character? Who was who played it? You, oh, are you saying Joaquin Phoenix or Russell Crowe? What do you? I, I don't get the question. No, I was going to say it was Maximus. It was Russell Crowe. It was Maximus Decimus. Mer- yes, you are Maximus Decimus, Decimus Meridius, Commander of the Legions of the North. Yada 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 yada. Yeah, that felt like a layup. Yeah, that yeah. that didn't seem that was, like that didn't seem that like a half three point. When you're picking a character who a you're picking a character who <laughs> one of his most consequential speeches is literally him reciting his own name. Mine was like, what kind of what kind of balm does like Hulk Hogan use on Saturdays? That was my layup. What was Freddie Prince Jr.'s evening routine for moisturizer? That's the kind of question. <laughs> I'm asking questions because I, I had a real internal struggle with these questions where I was thinking, I have to ask questions you actually might know. Uh, Otherwise, I'm going to spend 15 minutes just basically talking out my own ass. That's fair. I want to uh, predict that I'll get z- go zero for two or three. Well, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's hand it over to Mitch, who just talked about kicking and throwing a ball around. Mitchell, who directed Rocky Four? Oh, this is fun. Fucking no idea. Yeah, Daddy, your intro questions are actually like the hardest ones. <laughs> I Never was no going to lay up. You could do this one, though, Mitch. That was a layup. Rocky Fort, was it Sylvester Stallone? Like, well done. Yes. yes. I win. Okay, that was my only guess. Yeah, it's the only one that would have worked. All right. As a, uh, as a Marylander, Mitch, which I don't know if that's the correct term, how many legs what, does the crowd have? How many what? How many crab? How many legs does a crab have? Six legs. Ten. 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 Eight, eight legs and two. Ten. Two clampies. Two pinchers. Yeah. Wow. What am I thinking of? What's got six? Those are, those are pinchers. Not much. Um. All right. No. The last question. No. All right, well, are you talking about a? Are you talking about a soft shell male and blue crab? This should be good. I. I bet that most crabs have the same number of legs, despite their their differences. You know, I've seen a lot of dogs, but the only three-legged ones were the funky ones. <laughs> you, yeah, you're fucking right. I'm just dumb. I, apparently, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. I tell you right now, every Marylander weeps right now for this fucking. I guy. know. I'm sorry. I want to. I want to throw a shout out. To the motherland. I don't tell them what county. They raised a bunch of fucking blue shell boys no, 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 who don't no, no, know no. they're fucking. Throw this crap. shit out to like Gooey or you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Flag. Moco. It's you the most outrageous. With this. The best flag. Uh, this flag in the U.S. Best flag. Okay. First off, it's the best flag in the U.S. It's like it's the outrageous. only one that has like an actual OG status. California is a fucking bear. I Mitch, to be fair, I don't think he meant it. I don't think he was being sarcastic. Like I think he meant it in a good way. Oh, 
I just yeah, always take just everything from you guys. Plus, as also, you're gonna you're gonna pick California to diss, Danny, and not the Welsh. Fuck it. Your your problem is with a bear on a flag, rather than a flag that is entirely a seed of a dragon crossing some ground. My favorite fact about the Welsh flag, by the you way, you hold your tongue. David. Oh, I love it. I love the Welsh flag. But my favorite thing about the Welsh flag is that it depicts like it depicts a, a Welsh red dragon crossing a field. So it's like red dragon, green bottom, and then the sky behind the dragon. It being whales, though, the sky is gray. That's my favorite part about that flag. It's not like a shiny blue sky, lovely weather. I think it's just just like a white gray. Anyway. It's true. When, uh, I want to hear Dave rip, rip on all the flags, to be honest. This started something. What do you think about Scotland? Yeah, oh, what do you Scotland. think about Scotland? Scotland's got... It looks like a birthday present. Scotland's all... It's actually got two flags. So it has the flag that's blue and white, which is rather boring. It also had the fantastic yellow and red flag with the uh, prancing, is it a bear in the middle? Anyway, yeah, little known, mm. it, has a, it has that. It, then their national animal is a unicorn, that's right? That's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. National animals that's unicorn. my favorite thing. Yeah, you guys are huffing so much paint up there. You know? So much. Just outrageous <laughs> So flags. much. So England has pain. a is boring, just, boring flag. Pick a mythical creature. It'll represent your country. I always it's thought mythical. I always thought Australia had a nice flag. Not for nothing. It's a lion. It's like a good. I'm sorry. It's yeah, like it's a, a good. It's a good it mixture like a of. Who, who cares? On to the next one. Let's give these. Let's give this shit to. Danny, finish this, me yeah. off. I'm over for two. Finish him off, Danny. Half got shot. Got right. him. Little top off. What does? CPR stand for cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Resuscitation. Hey, why did all my all my half court shots were easy? Yeah, yeah they because were. you do this shit wrong. That was a nice okay. little, that was a nice little good place reference, Mitch. Thank you. Well, that would uh, that would technically well that well that was a that was a really fizzling out finish to the uh the buckets game maybe we won't bring maybe we won't bring that one back (laughs) you know what in editing we can just move my questions around i'll get the first one right and then you just just put yeah you just put this conversation on life support yeah uh, uh, that's uh, that's a podcast. No, Danny, you know what I appreciate uh, about you? I appreciate that short. you're constantly coming up with new games. Yeah, I like that. I do. Right, every game we've played has been a Danny game. Mm. Right, so there's there's two things that I do on this podcast, which I really I, I internally have in the back of my mind. Actually, I'm just gonna say one. I know that there's two listeners, and that's Suzanne and Jen. Jen is. I don't, Dave's I don't know that Jen actually still listens. She listened to the first. She doesn't couple. listen. Jen, maybe. what the fuck? Yeah, Jen, what the fuck? She could probably hit me through the door Jen, saying that. God, uh, God hey, damn. Hey, you, 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 well, you, you kind of Ellen, though. Really, that dampers things. You kind of Ellen, though. Ellen's on a episode listener. Ellen on the track. Mitch had to do the sultry voice. Well, I'm just trying to go for the best male ASMR performer. Mm. Well, uh, there there was one thing that I, I I do completely. That's a Brooklyn Nine Nine reference. It, it, it doesn't make sense out. anymore. I I I honestly having having a conversation with Jen. I I strive always to have her go. Oh, that was a good point. Well done. <laughs> that was that was intelligent. Because I I I find it very difficult. I I don't know what it is. I just I Did really I want, want to, to say that you Jen. might have missed the Jen bar. Is just she's very very incredibly smart. She is indeed. Well, that's episode five. And uh, 
There was, episode, was episode six. I just, I just want to say because Danny kind of brought it up, but not really. But like Jared, you gotta you gotta find yourself a doctor person. I think all three of us are medical right now. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't think I've thought about that until right now. Yeah, this moment. Don't put that together. Uh, well, we're taking recommendations. Feel free to email them to me at. Uh, I prefer hard copy nowadays. I get enough emails. I'm gonna so. put this out into the ether. There's a lot of. Um, co-workers in chicago you know what i keep what i keep uh <laughs> it's, it's, i don't know what to say i don't know what to say i don't even you don't, you don't even want to you, you don't even want to go you don't want to go to the hospitals and start hitting on them because covid's out there you know it's just a tough it place yeah you're right that that's the issue with going to a hospital to hit on someone well i mean <laughs> it's organic that way you know excuse but me I, ma'am yeah you can only go in there with so many itches before you become that guy, you know? Yeah, do you want to close this out, mate? <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's episode six, apparently. And, uh, well, hopefully we, we have Suzanne still around. Apparently Jen doesn't exist, so that's <laughs> my exist. right out the window. Yep, drops off the listener roster and ceases to exist. Mm. <laughs> and good night to all. Yeah. Right. Au revoir. Single bars and good time lovers were never true. Playing a fool's game, hoping to 